0: All right so welcome to an episode of p an episode of p2 podcast blues where we talk all things george and yeah i am your host you may know me from my podcast i know i know the solo beetles podcast where you can talk all things solo Beatles. and i'm joined by my leg my other um and co host, friend, colleague Martin Cabell, welcome to the show. Hey, how
1: are you doing? Hello, everybody.
0: I'm doing good. Um, yeah, uh, life's good. Um, do you think I can talk a little bit about what I did my last uh show?
1: I think you ought to uh, big it up as much as you can.
0: So, I was very, very lucky. Thank you to Brian Ray's record company for allowing me to speak with him for 40 minutes. Um, he was absolutely great. Did you get a chance to listen to the interview, Mark?
1: I haven't yet. Well, looking forward to it.
0: Oh, he was great. Such a nice guy. I got called a journalist, huh, which was interesting. <laughs> And uh, just a really nice guy. I got to talk about his days with Etta James, uh, his friendship with Paul, his reaction. He was just in the right place at the right time. Right. Okay. But yeah, that, that was a lot of fun.
1: I'm looking forward to hearing it because I'm really interested in Brian's backstory, especially all those years that he worked with uh, with Etta.
0: And he toured with the Stones.
1: Yes, indeed. That guy has had quite the uh, life
0: already. And he's, I thought he was a lot younger than, 56, 66.
1: 66, you say? Wow.
0: He's in good shape.
1: (laughs) He's in better shape than I am, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know I shouldn't laugh at that, but. Um, sure Truth hurts. Yeah, it does. But, Martin, how's everything going in your neck of the woods?
1: It's going fine. Um, busy, 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 um, as always. Um, um, recording now and again with shows for pods like us, and even less with this show. And We need to sort that out.
0: Once a month.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is news, but I do have, finally, a website, which you all can find me at com. Okay. So,
2: yeah, that,
0: that's what's new.
2: Oh, cool.
1: <laughs> so, um, what do you think of the, um, the announcement of the Get Back Blu-ray without any extra bits or extra anything
0: um well i think that's a mess up uh yeah (laughs) i don't know what sound that made but it should have been a bleep out (laughs) but like (laughs) a (laughs) but like what is wrong with these people like I don't get that. I think that um, there should be bonus features. I also think that releasing it to a movie theater, with um, especially with how COVID is going, not smart. No, I I certainly don't feel comfortable in a movie theater right now. I mean, especially with Omicron. I mean, yeah. I don't want to get sick. Like. How bad are you guys in good shape in the UK? Uh,
1: the UK seems to have it quite badly, actually, with Omicron, apparently. Um, so it, it is a bit of a worry, especially as we're supposed to be going to the cinema tomorrow. That's a worry. Yeah. Wear your mask. Yes, wear the mask. Yeah. yeah. Sanitize. Yeah. And, but... Uh,
0: um,
1: because everybody keeps going on about have you, why have you not seen spider-man yet and i keep saying well because the cinemas and you know omicron and
0: yeah someday but it, we're it's awful in the us i mean i get a notification that i've been exposed like three times a week it's really not fun. i've got rid of the
1: app on my phone because it kept telling me all the time everywhere i went it's saying you've been exposed you've been exposed you've been exposed i'm like well, I can't not be exposed because I've got to go to work.
0: But um, moving into the concert for Bangladesh.
1: Yep. Yeah. So. Which we'll be talking about want- again in August.
0: Yes. But this is our pregame. Is that what we've been said is August is like the quote unquote official release date.
1: That's the rumor that's going around because it would be the, uh, the anniversary of when it came out, wouldn't it? I think. Yes. Yeah. So if they're going for the anniversary, then, then it would be August.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, which. What's your familiarity with the, album? are you a fan? Like.
2: Ooh.
1: I do have a copy of it on c d um I'm not sure whether the c d is the whole package or not I think I've heard some rumors that the c d misses a few things um but yeah I, I like it a lot I like the whole um aesthetic of it all um but it's it seems very um almost almost rushed as, as, a, as a as a thing, you know, eventually in years to come, you would get things like Live Aid, which is a bit more um, arranged and organized. But then again, these were the days when nobody
0: knew about these things so much, did they? I agree with you on that. But um, apparently I'm in a little bit of a Poldean accent today, but <laughs> I agree that... <laughs> it seems a little bit rushed, but the whole project overall, I think that the vinyl album is just really nice to hold. I love the way Georgia's voice is on this album and, um, our friend in Beatles podcasting colleague, uh, professor Cozen yep. was actually in the show.
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, wow.
0: Probably. I think he's the only person that I know that was there. Um, Maybe Pat Mancuso was there, um, but I'll I'll email her and ask her that. But um, shameless plug for the episode, which I talked to her about our George Harrison Club. Yeah,
1: yeah, that uh, was a great show. I
0: enjoyed. Oh, <laughs> um, oh yeah, it was for this feed. I forgot. It was. It was
1: <laughs> for this one. Yep. Somebody recorded um, a show, an episode of the Harrison podcast without me while I was at work.
2: I wonder who <laughs> that person would be.
0: But um, now going to like the individual songs, like just going on Apple Music and listening through the track listing which I'm going to pull up right now
2: because I forgot it. Okay.
0: I know you have Wikipedia open right now.
1: (laughs) I did until that laptop switched itself off.
0: Oh, so how many laptops do you have?
1: Actually, the one that's at the side of me over there where people can't see because this isn't video at the moment or, or what it probably will be. Uh, That is Louise's laptop.
2: So uh, let's have a look. Um,
1: Yeah. This is the sound of me typing it into this other one that we're using for this. Um, We'll go for the hour. We'll edit this out. Maybe, maybe. Do, do do a do a get back and you know cut down each 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 day to uh, to about ten minutes
2: or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's interesting.
1: Actually, that's very interesting because it's almost as though, I mean, does the album follow the way that the actual concert went?
0: I believe it doesn't. Okay. Um, because there was two shows, um, the morning and the afternoon show.
1: Yep, yeah, I know that, yeah.
0: And um, it was actually rumored that the Beatles were going to break up. Um, were, I meant not going to break up there, but appear there together as a reunion. Okay. Which I find really cool and interesting. But yes. we all know that didn't happen.
2: But uh, what do you think
0: of Badfinger, the backing band?
2: I like Badfinger a lot.
1: I think they were very uh, overlooked at the time. Well, they're overlooked by the, you know, when you look back on it anyway. Now, very few people,
2: modern, you know, younger people know who Badfinger are, I would have thought. <clears throat> Except to me. Yes. And, uh, and other people like, you know, Ethan and, you know, other people who know what cool
0: music is. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Very few people <laughs> do, but thank you. Thank you for referring to me as young. Like I'll be honest. The other day, a lady asked when I was at the grocery store, somebody asked me to see my ID because they thought I was that my parent, they thought that was my other sibling and I would, and they were smuggling me alcohol. It wow. was very interesting.
2: Dear me.
1: We'll have that as a third podcast show. <laughs> you know, you know it, uh, Hudson's, Hudson's experiences. This week, I almost got stopped by the police because people thought I was trying to go into a country
0: when I shouldn't be. Yeah. RN, we told you not to. I know you want to come to the US, but no. Yeah, I was just, uh-huh. I was just, I was just saying
1: because I mean the album starts uh, very similar to the concert for George, where you've got the long Shankar piece. Whereas on the concert for George, it's a uh, it's Anoushka Shankar. Uh, this one, it's Ravi doing doing the introduction with the Bang Bangladun
0: yeah which i think was inter- which i thought was interesting
1: yes, yeah i think that it's interesting that it that it that it you know is almost exactly the same essentially, you know, and they kept that sort of um
2: you know uh setup that they did with the that the, then they did later yeah
0: but like just everything. I think is really well done. Um, if you just hear those guitar strings of "My Sweet Lord," just open up the album; it's really beautiful. Absolutely,
2: yeah.
1: But then I, I love the I love uh, I love "My Sweet Lord." Anyway, the the whole the, the sound of the guitar on there and that acoustic guitar that starts it is beautiful. And then you know it's just copied on this album as well. It's a lovely version.
0: Oh my gosh, we forgot to talk about the uh, passing of a Ronnie Spector. We did. Um, Yeah. We should briefly mention that since uh, she did cover a George song, Try Some, Buy Some. Yes. She was the wife of uh, that crazy madman, Phil Spector.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good um, (laughs) (laughs) one. But yeah, like, um,
1: the guy that shouldn't have produced the get back out, the let it be out.
0: Right. Um, but Ronnie was in the Ronettes, which are a really cool girl, girl group. Like, um, I love Bill's wall of sound on that. I think it's really cool. But even though I don't like him as a producer, mostly, like, I'm not a fan of the original All Things Must Pass. I'm not a fan of... Um, the original, let it be album. I'll be honest. But okay, like, I'm weird.
1: <laughs> no, no, not at all. Everybody's everybody's different, and I, I, you know, um, I mean Phil, Phil Phil Spector. I'll admit, you know, I've, I've said before on pods like us when we've talked about the Beatles and you know Phil Spector's sounds come up. I think when I did the, the Christmas show with um, with Kate. I think I did a Christmas show at one point and we're talking about music and I said that it's ironic that my favourite Christmas album is A Christmas Gift For You from Phil Spector. And I said, it's ironic. I said, because a lot of the time I actually don't like Phil Spector's production. But when he gets it right, it's it's fantastic. Like with, the, with that Christmas album and, and with a lot of the Ronette stuff.
2: But sometimes I just think that it's, it's too much. Yeah. But like
0: um, the whole album's really interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: Have you seen the footage? Some of the footage.
1: I've seen some of the footage. Yeah, yeah. Over the years, I have. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm open that when they when they bring out the the deluxe, that we will hopefully have, if not an entire uh, concert, I'm open that we'd have a fair bit of video
0: for it. I mean, we could technically have, like, three solid George releases this year, if you think about it. Um, You've got the anniversary of... uh, What's that album called? Live in Japan, 20 Years of Brainwashed, Concert for George, and Bangladesh. Basically four releases. The next year will be 50 Years Material World. And we'll have a Dark Horse box set.
2: Um,
0: yeah. I don't think we'll have any other box sets beyond that. I think once mm. cloud turns 50, we will. But that's still almost 20 years away.
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to eventually getting a, hopefully, uh, them releasing a box set of, um, you know, we're going off the subject here. I am looking forward to them eventually doing a box set for Somewhere in England. Yeah, because that that will be a that will be a nice decent package with all the material that was recorded and then removed and
2: replaced. Yeah,
0: I would agree with that.
2: Is there anything else you would like to add? Um,
1: yeah, I think that uh, living in the material world uh, next year. I'm guessing twenty twenty three. I think that will also be uh, a good package as well.
0: Yeah. So what was I going to say? Um, one thing is the packaging for the album is really great. Like 5LP, um, Dylan showing up was a big surprise.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Because now, Dylan...
1: How much is on there as well, on the actual album?
0: Yeah. In,
2: in comparison to a lot of other people.
0: Dylan is my guy, so. <laughs> yeah, I love that. What's your favorite Dylan album? I'm sure, have asked you this
1: before. Favorite Dylan album is uh, Blood on the Blood on the Tracks.
0: Good answer. Mine is uh, Time Out of Mine Yeah, that's a that's a great album. That's a fantastic album. But, but yeah, Martin, should we uh, tell tell the children where to find us?
1: Sure. Uh, so, um, why have we finished recording?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we are. I think we can just make this like a bite-sized. I know. <laughs> so YouTube podcast. <laughs> oh dear.
1: So yeah, the concept of Bangladesh. Um, I'm hoping that uh, we get. Um, I mean there must be more performances by other artists that were on the bill I'm sure I mean is that really all that, that was performed or
0: is it a cut down version I think some of it's cut down Like, I want to say Badfinger did a couple of tunes like, um, I would like to see a complete set of the first show and the second show all in order on vinyl
1: yeah and if if they've only got footage from got certain footage from the first and then the second show, is it possible that they've got performances on the second show that weren't caught on the first, and vice versa, and they'll be able to actually make up an entire or the majority of the concert as a video? But
0: yeah, I agree.
1: you know. Um, but, they definitely need to do something like that. But then again, saying that, after what uh, the work that they did with All Things Must Pass uh, last year, I think we we're in good hands with 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 the team that are doing it. Because you know? I think Danny and, and Paul did a uh, absolutely fantastic job with All Things Must Pass.
0: Yeah. Danny and Paul Hicks, if yes. you're listening, yeah. email me. Hudson it. at podcast.com even though it apparently doesn't work.
1: (laughs) No, we tried that one. Or, uh, go on then, what's the P2 Podcast Blues email?
0: Oh, jeez, georgeharrisonpod at gmail.com. There we
1: go. That one does work, because I keep getting getting notifications about that
0: one. Have you responded to the emails?
1: No, because most of them are adverts. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to say what their adverts for. We might have to put an expletive on. Them.
0: Oh, jeez! <laughs> <It's, laughs> All right, it's so. called spam, people. Yeah. It's called
1: spam. But, All right, but yeah. So, so my, my thing is, I mean, there must have been more performances because you've got five songs that Dylan does on the on the triple album set. I mean, it's a triple album for crying out loud. Um, And then you've got one song by Billy Preston. And I think you've got two, well, one song that's Leon Russell on his own. It's not even a Leon Russell song. And then you've got Leon doing a uh, duet with George earlier on in the set. And pretty much other than that, it's it's all George, other than the introduction by Ravi. But the people that took part, I would have thought that quite a few of them would have got their own, I mean, well, actually, yeah, you've got Ringo does a song as well, you know, because Ringo does it, it don't come easy. Um, And before we started recording, I actually said to you, I said, I can't believe I've not believe i would not realized that uh, Ali Akbar Khan was actually in the band as well, and I love his music. Yeah,
0: like this really was the ultimate band.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and like you said, you know, you've got you've got members of Badfinger in there. Um, and who else have you got in there? You've got you've got Carl Radle, who was the bass player for um, Derek and the Dominoes. Um, yeah, in fact, you've got quite a few Dominoes in there. Uh, but you know, it's it's an incredible lineup of a band. It's almost like, you know, in a way, it's almost like an early version of uh, the Ringo Starr All-Star Band sort of set up.
2: <laughs> That's you, know,
1: you know, where you've got all these different, you know, people from different bands and different artists and occasionally they, they come forward and they'll do their own number and then they'll go back go back to being just the musician and letting somebody else
2: do a number. And it's it's almost got that sort of feel or look to it. Um, and then when you've got performances, uh, I've, I've seen video footage of, you know, where
1: you've got Dylan and Harrison singing together. And
2: actually, I don't think you get that on this, do you?
0: Yeah, uh, I think you might.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm
1: surprised that it hasn't actually got Because I'm pretty sure I've seen both of them
2: doing, if not for you, together. And I would have thought that they would have done that on Bangladesh. But it's not on the album. I don't know. I should have done more research. So should I, rather than
1: looking online while we're talking. (laughs) But, yeah. I've seen video footage of those two on stage together, doing, if not for you, and taking it in turns.
0: Where, when was, was that maybe at George's, um, I meant the Bob Dylan 30th anniversary tribute?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm sure I saw older
2: footage of them together there. I don't know. All right. Yeah. I don't know. So. What else was I going to say? say,
1: I was speaking to somebody recently about continuing the subject of George. I think I was saying to somebody recently that after the, you know, an accidental studio uh, video, I was was actually hoping that they might do a set of films from you know, that George had produced. I, I would have liked that, you know, see, so you have sort of, you know, classics like With Nail and I and Time Bandits, um, and Mona Lisa, um, possibly Shanghai Surprise, because I've, I've been for years, I've been saying that we, you know, there needs to be somehow or another a full, you know, soundtrack for Shanghai Surprise.
0: Because I, I agree.
1: Would, I would love to hear the original version of, uh, Breath Away from Heaven and songs like that, you know, and the music that, that George did for Shanghai Surprise, it's you know, it's woefully missing in the in the catalogue. It is. The the yeah. film might not be that good, but George's
0: music's always good. Yeah. It always is. Yeah. Now I can't think of much else to add, but get any last minute provokes and Last Minute Promotions, uh, Pods
1: Like Us is back for its fifth season. i um, now very nearly into triple figures for for amount of episodes that I've put out, shockingly. Um, and we seem to be doing quite well with, with that. I don't know what else to say, really.
0: Have you, you made want... any guest
1: appearances? Uh, yes, I've made a few. Um, did, did you notice I did a show about... Um, the Paul McCartney song, Oh Woman, Oh Why. I was in that, yeah. and Sam was also a guest on that as well, Sam Wiles. That was fun. Uh, that, that was fun. Yeah, my sound quality was terrible. Um, I did something about that when I returned to their show to talk about the Prince album, Diamonds and Pearls. And in that, that there's a story. Because that, you know, um we'd originally envisioned an hour and a half recording for that, and then about three and a quarter hours later, we'd finished. <laughs> And the episode went out as about two and a half hours long. Um, That's fun. And then, and then they're actually getting me back on that. That show is trimming the musical fat that I've been on.
0: Was there a lot of trimming of the fat of that episode?
1: Uh, yes, we've taken out, we took out three or four songs to make it into a under 50 minute long album because it's it's originally, I think it's 68 minutes long, I think, or something. And we were oh. just... So we we trimmed it down to a uh, I think a nine song, forty eight minute long album, basically, which we think is is better. I mean, my argument was that I was saying, technically, the amount of material that he had at the time, they could have put out two different albums completely. Right. You know, because it's Prince. You know, he was never short on ideas for music. Let's face it. Um, And then, um, so that, like I said, that's trimming the musical fat um i mean when we talked about the oh woman oh Wire uh f- song by paul that discussion was that long that they made two episodes out of that as well so they've they've had three episodes with me and they've got a fourth one coming soon there you go there's a plug they've got a fourth one coming up with me soon because we're getting together to discuss the um uh phil collins album
0: uh, uh Base values.
1: No, I think we're talking about both sides. Are we, are we? Are we talking about But Seriously? No, I think we're talking about the album But Seriously. By Phil I'll by Phil Collins. I'll give that album a listen. Which I do really like that album a lot. I'll
0: check it out. I think and that's I, really-
1: I think that's I think that's Phil Collins' second best solo album. After face value. Interesting. Hmm. And you've got, Dave, you've got David Crosby on there and Graham Nash and Eric Clapton's on but seriously as well. And there's some really good guest uh, musicians on there doing, you know, you can tell it's them because it's them doing the best that they can. I mean, you know, nobody's got a voice like David Crosby and, you know, when he's singing with Graham Nash and they get on with each other, then they work perfectly together.
2: unfortunately both of the math problems were Neil Young apparently
0: <laughs> yeah but um, for my show if you want to email me find email me at Hudson at solobeatlespodcast.com I think you just typed it in wrong I'm just picking on you but hopefully that should work um, you can find me on Facebook um, you can also find me on Instagram at Ranny H25 and I think and I'll tell you my tweet name. I don't tweet much, I'll be honest.
1: While he's looking for his tweet name, you can look for pods like us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on TikTok. No. <laughs> there is now a TikTok, but there are no videos on there as yet.
0: Maybe you and Lonnie can do something, because
1: Lonnie. Oh, Lonnie! Yes, I love Our Lonnie's Lonnie. videos.
0: <laughs> he makes me laugh. <laughs> but um, you can find me on Twitter at the Hudson Ranny. So yeah, not,
1: not just Hudson Ranny, the Hudson
0: Ranny. Yes,
1: the real article.
0: <laughs> That's a wrap. So, Brian Ray, I had a a great chat with Hudson, the host of Solo Beatles podcast last week. We talked how I fell in love with music, at a James Paul McCartney, and a sneak peek of what I've been up to. Thanks, Hudson. (laughs) Shared.
2: Wow. Wow.
0: Oh, Brian is my favorite person now.
1: I love Brian. He is so cool. You you know what you could have done when you had Brian? You could have said to him, like, mention songs to him that you want Paul to do live because it was Brian who was wasn't it Brian who got Paul to do Junior's Farm?
0: Yes, it was. Because that's one of his favorite um, McCartney songs.
1: Because I can think of so many songs I'd like Paul to do live.
0: Yeah.
2: He
1: needs, needs to bring good night tonight back out. Oh,
0: that would be awesome. Now let me share that to our page. How do I do that? Follow. That's so cool. That is so cool. All right. I should get going. Yes, indeed. I don't Take know. care.
2: You too. Wow. Stop recording.